Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Good morning, everybody. So pleased you're here. Thanks for joining me for another episode. So much is happening, you know, um, just a bit of behind the scenes before we dive in. But um, I'm on, it is Tuesday today, so um, tomorrow when you hear this, it'll be day three that I've joined a healthy habits challenge. And uh, there's a workbook, I've got to print it off, I haven't done that yet, but I just as I'm saying that out loud, I should put that onto my Remarkable <laughs> um, and get started with that. But do you know what, just even the decision, making that decision to be healthier this year has already been so helpful for me. I... I don't know. I have all the excuses. I a part of me calls them reasons, but I know there are also some excuses stuck in there about how I've let my health sort of, you know, I've put my health on the back burner for a little while in some ways. Um, there have been other aspects of my health I've taken amazing care of, um, but others I haven't and I've kind of yeah I need to look after them and so one of the things that I did this year was um, I educated myself about sugar over uh, the last few months and I've decided that I'm just going to try and reduce sugar so I've done that and uh, it's had some really amazing side effects if you like like I didn't get a headache or anything like that it wasn't anything like that at all what actually happened for me was I've actually been in a much better mood I don't know why. Maybe it's a coincidence. I don't know why. Um, maybe it's related to the sugar. If you know anything, let me know. But my mood has improved so much since I've significantly reduced my sugar. When I say that, I'm only having um, a few spoons every single day, um, which you know, and I'm not talking about spoons of sugar in your coffee. I'm talking about lactose, fructose, dextrose, maltose, all of the anything that ends in OSE is a sugar, apparently. So um, reducing all of those and just making sure I'm not having any more than, you know, the recommended and all this, which isn't very much. <laughs> but I've got all this extra energy, which it's baffling to me how can I have more energy when I'm eating so much less sugar so I'm, I'm having that my skin is already looking better and it's not even I'm approaching week three now but my skin is already looking so much better and like it's got color to it again and um, you know I'm my sleep's sort of all over the place I think my body's still getting used to that um, but I'm drinking heaps more water as well which is absolutely helping and yeah I just feel so much happier I don't know why my mood has really significantly improved I don't know why but yeah maybe there's a relationship between sugar and mood maybe it might be a PhD <laughs> another PhD um but not for me <laughs> anyway so that's been happening and then um 
uh, tomorrow when you're listening to this, Gabe is off to the groomer. He's going to go and have a, a hairy because he missed out in December because he knocked his dew claw off when he was running around in the backyard. So uh, he couldn't go then because he's a bit sore and bandaged up and swollen and all of this stuff. But he's much better now. And if you can hear heavy breathing, it's not me, it's Gabe because before we did this podcast, Gabe and I decided that we would roughhouse and play around and it's probably not the best thing to do when he's got a heart condition so we just have to like really just (laughs) try and do um, quiet, (laughs) quiet roughhousing but puffs him out. So uh, yeah, you can hear that in the background. But anyway, apart from that, everything seems to be going really well and I'm still on track, on track she says, (laughs) as we're in the middle of week three of the new year for refining. So you'd be very pleased to know I haven't gone off and created anything new yet. I've just been working with what I've already got and just trying to improve it and make it better. Um, the Inner Circle launch went super well. Um, the um, Speaking of refining, I've updated the sales pages for both the um, private practice 101 community and also the inner circle and it is so lovely to see more and more people um, actually joining the Facebook community because when you um, join the program you really are joining the portal um, and an add-on is the um, well, not an add-on but it's it's kind of there if you want to be part of a community you can but you don't have to be a lot of people choose not to be but some people do want that <laughs> So anyway, we have a bunch of new people coming to both communities and it's just so lovely because, you know, when new people come in, it's a different energy, it's a different vibe and they're starting to talk to each other now and support each other and help each other and it's, oh, it's going so, 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 so well. And then one of the other things is... um what else have I been working on? Oh yeah, um, I played around with Flowdesk and I made checkouts um, and I made my very first checkout and I used it to sell a uh, lead magnet of mine, which is now not free anymore. Um, and I, I sold it for $9 and there was a little upsell attached to that that you can do in the Flowdesk checkout. So I did that and um, in two days made $163. So so that was a nice little cash injection and um, I will just, I don't know, I, I want to make some more checkouts but um, it's not my priority just yet. I just, it was enough to know I know how to do it and I know how to set it up and I know if I need a quick $200 <laughs> just to get a checkout set up. Um, of course, it's not that easy. You've got to have a lead magnet that people want. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the all of that sort of stuff's been happening. Um Anyway, loving it. But one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was a card that I drew when I was doing, um, so for those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome. One of the things that I do, apart from private practice coaching, part of my business is doing, um, I'm a master oracle reader and a master tarot reader. And I do these for private practice uh, through the lens of masculine and feminine energy. So I've kind of like got a niche within a niche within a niche here. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you about your love life. I'm sorry. I'm not the reader for you, but if you have questions about, um, you know, what needs to be unlocked for you with your private practice, or the direction that's taking, the obstacles it might be experiencing, I'm your girl. So anyway, I'd had um, a couple of people booking for readings during the week and one card kept coming up and it was the High Priestess. 
And I just thought that that was so interesting that, um, you know, everybody was pulling this same card. And I want to talk with you about what it is, because if it's, I think, you know, three is a pattern, right? So it's come up at least three times this week with the readings I've done. So I'm just going to say maybe it's something that's going on for so many of us. So the High Priestess card in the tarot, it's this, it's the second card of the tarot deck. So the first card is um, usually referred to as the Fool. Okay, there's a whole history behind that. But anyway, but the, the Fool is the one who's starting out who's you know going without a without a plan all all the fool is really planned for is there's the fool is um usually depicted as a male um and it's got carrying like um a stick over his shoulder and he's got the the red handkerchief sort of knapsack which we imagine there's probably some kind of lunch or snack in there um he's got a little dog that's sort of pulling on his leg that's warning him that's trying to hold him back da 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 it looks like he's kind of on the edge of a cliff uh, but he's looking up at the sky just kind of la da 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 here I go I'm gonna go off on my merry way and not realizing you know what might be ahead and when you look at the card you can sort of see well hey maybe everything's going to be fine but maybe no <laughs> and da, 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 da. so anyway that's how the tarot starts and it's got a major arcana and um, it's also got you know suits so what happens is with the major arcana those cards are called major because they tend to represent something really pivotal pivotal in that person's life but for us we're talking about private practice so it's going to be something super duper pivotal why do I keep saying pivotable pivotal in their private practice right any of the other um, cards like um, the the pages the nights um, you know right down to you know 10 down to one of the coins and the wands and the swords and the the air and all this sort of stuff um they sort of talk about the day-to-day or the month-to-month or the little things but the major is where the big stuff happens and it's big stuff that you will look back on and go that was a turning point the beauty of the cards is it kind of gives you the heads up that hey guess what might be approaching a bit of a turning point up here let's have a look at this together and so after the full starts the journey um the second card is the high priestess and the high priestess is usually depicted wearing depending on what tarot card you get there's so many different decks but usually they have a hand pointing up a hand pointing down they're usually wearing opposing colors maybe what is it maybe you okay good boy you're doing great you're doing great sorry he's just he's not pleased because I'm not looking at him um (laughs) he loves having attention from me I don't know why but anyway so she's sitting there and the hand is up what the other hand is down um you may see her hands connected to things like sometimes the hand that's um, facing up might be holding a sphere other times a hand that's down can be patting something usually an object of protection like a lion or something like that and she's usually wearing those opposing colors because it's representing 
all sorts of things. It represents duality. So that law of duality, it's representing as above, so below, as within, so without. It's representing the high priestess having the wisdom um, because she's receiving guidance from above and she's receiving support from beneath her, from her throne, from her chair, from the from the lush meadow that she's sitting in, from the animals that are around her. So she's very connected. She's a conduit and that's where her wisdom and her power come from. Now this card, every single time I drew it for uh, my querents this week, um, it came up in the reversed position. And I think this is really worthwhile us exploring because when it's in the upright position, this card usually represents, um, you know, that connection with intuition, that connection with divinity, um, you know, all those sorts of beautiful, beautiful things. And when it comes to our private practice, what does this actually mean? Well, it means that you're in a position to be able to balance the masculine and the feminine. You, you are already balancing the masculine and the feminine, and this is what creates your success. And this can become a pivotal point in your business because if you haven't started harnessing and balancing both of those energies yet, this is going to get you into flow and it's going to unlock opportunities, experiences, abundance, success for you in your practice moving forward. If you're already in this, then the pivot point is that you need to deepen your practices in order to further unlock things. It's kind of like um, someone I was talking to earlier today, we were talking about fitness and our, our well-being and health. And she was saying that she could walk until her legs drop off. And her doctor had shared with her that, um, you know, walking probably wasn't such a great exercise for her anymore because her body was really used to it and it was just normal for her body to do that. It's like anything. When we become acclimated, we become accustomed, we become desensitized to it, the thing loses its effect. And so if this card appears for you in a reading in the correct position, it's an invitation for you to expand your knowledge, to expand your awareness, to deepen your intuition, to invite in um, additional practices, new knowledge, learning and application of spiritual things. Okay. But for these people, it all came in the protection position, as Colette Baron reed says. Um, it, it's, I call it heads up, but um, other people call it reversed. You know, it doesn't matter. It all means the same thing, I think, <laughs> um, for, for, to my way of thinking anyway. But thinking about it in a heads up way, um, when the card's reversed, it's kind of saying, hey, heads up. You could have the things that you want, but you're out of balance at the moment. Something is out of balance. Balance. You're either too much in the doing energy or you're too much in the being energy. You're too much in the masculine or you're too much in the feminine. If you're too much in the masculine, you will never receive. You'll be chained to the computer all day long. You'll be chained to your device all night long thinking about work, almost obsessing about it. If you can't switch off from, from work, checking if your emails on your phone, da, 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 doing all of that. And you'll wonder why isn't this working for me? Why aren't I hitting 
the goals that I've set for myself in my business? Why aren't I manifesting the dream practice that I really, really wanted to have? Why isn't it working for me? Why aren't the clients booking in? Why is the money sort of stagnating at at this baseline here? Why can't I get more? Like I'm always, I'll have a good week one week, I'll have a bad week the next week, but month after month, it's roughly the same amount coming in, but I'm working my butt off and it's just not happening. It's not happening because you're not in a receiving space. You're in a providing space you're in a doing space which means you're going to be providing more for the practice doing more for the practice okay and that is not the way to get what you want in business if you're more in the feminine what can be happening is that you are more um always doing the courses Um, because even though you signed up for six webinars maybe this next webinar even though it's kind of on the same thing as the others maybe this one's going to give you one little bit of different information that you really need to hear and you don't want to miss out on it or um, maybe you love feeling inspired all the time and you just thrive on that feeling of inspiration it's energizing for you and so you'll have an idea and you'll get so excited by the idea and you're going to share the idea and you're going to tell people about the idea and they're going to get swept up in your abundance of energy and excitement and inspiration about it and then poof, 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 it's just going to like disappear. It's just going to go flat. It's just going to dissolve and then you'll find an, another thing to be inspired about or you'll find another course to do or another course you want to do and it'll be all of these things, right, that are all going to be happening for you and what's going to um, happen as a result of this is because you're all over the shop while you're having a good time and you're in flow and you're chasing your heart and you're doing all those things, without having structures and processes in place, you will never get anything done and you're not going to feel safe in your business. So this is just a heads up for you today to really think about where's your energy in the practice? What are you seeing in the practice that you would like to change or shift? What's going really well? What could you be doing differently? How would you prefer things to be in the private practice for you um, moving forward? And you know what? You don't have to have goals, but goals are a very masculine thing. They keep you focused. But guess what? If you're more in the feminine energy, you, you do it similarly. It's not the same, but you do it similarly by setting an intention, right? And acting from that intention, acting in alignment with that intention so that you can manifest it. And do you know what? If you need to this whole idea of masculine and feminine energy um it's it's going to really really open you up to so much um one of the places you might like to begin is with moonworks um i know lots of people have done the moonworks program but if you're new to the audience maybe you've not heard of it before but moonworks is a program that i wrote for um, people who are in private practice that teaches you how to Um, align your energy the masculine and the feminine with the phases of the moon okay so the sun is a masculine energy it's a fire energy it's all about action it's fast moving it's doing all of those sorts of things the um, and it's got a regular routine it's up it's down it's up it's down so predictable but with the moon the moon is a feminine energy at its very core Um, the moon's a feminine energy and it's always there 
doesn't go away. It's always there and it's always in a different phase. It's always changing, isn't it? It's always changing. It's going to be a new moon that's the first quarter and the full moon and the third quarter and you've got your waning gibbous and waxing gibbous and all the things. It's always changing. And working with the phases of the moon for your business gives you permission to stop doing and start reflecting start going within it gives you space and time to do some of the inner work releasing old beliefs setting intentions connecting with your intuition doing all of those sorts of things plus if you're more in the feminine it also gives you space and time to say okay i'm gonna put the feminine over here for the next couple of days i'm really just going to focus on getting my website updated for the business i'm really going to focus on rewriting the copy for my social posts or my email or i'm really going to focus on this today i'm really going to focus on manifesting clients over the next couple of days and the beautiful thing too about working with the phases of the moon with the masculine and the feminine is it creates what we call um a vector it's energy always moving coming in going out but it's an upward spiral of energy, meaning that you can drop in and drop out anytime. You don't have to wait until the beginning or the end, because when we're talking about a cycle, there is no beginning and no end. So you can start moon works at any time. You can start working with the moon at any time. And it's expansive because when you have completed a cycle, one of the things that you do is you have a period there of reflection and planning so that you're expanded for the next cycle so it's always spiraling up and out up and out bigger 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 broader 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 expansive right all for you and this is what helps you with your practice and so many women have worked through moonworks out and loved it and do you know what if you are a member of moonworks maybe this is the sign that you need to jump in and get started again if you haven't heard of moonworks or if it's something that you're interested in let me know and i can connect you with some information about it so that you can have a play with those energies if not, and you do want to learn more about the masculine and the feminine, just call out in one of the groups um, that we're in together, like the Counselors Connect group or Australian Counselors in Private Practice or Private Practice 101 or even in a soul. Uh, in a soul community for private practice just call out and say hey I really want to learn some more about this and we can absolutely include it in some of the free resources and some of the training for you because I guess the thing is that I really want you to come away from this episode today understanding that there are more there is more than one way to create success in your private practice in the way that you define success for you so for me I define uh, success now as choice. I know I want to have choices. I, I want to have the choice of whether I'm going to work tomorrow or next week. I want to have the choice of if I'm going to pay for this next coach or not. I want to have the choice of am I going to go here or there on my next getaway. Like I want choices and my business is a vehicle for me being able to have the things that I really, really want in my business. The business is not the destination, right? The joy, the freedom, the time, the happiness, um, everything that's on the other side is is what I want and my business is just the way that I get to those things right so this is what I want you to understand if you are 
feeling like maybe you're more in the masculine and you want to learn how to balance or maybe you're in the feminine and you want to learn how to balance let me know and maybe we can even have like a, a mini masterclass on this together where you can actually instead of this podcast where you can't ask questions on a masterclass or a webinar or something like that you can absolutely ask questions and get them answered and watch replays and do all of that stuff so if that's something that would be really helpful for you do let me know because I want you to see that creating a flourishing private practice that also feeds your soul gets to be really, really easy. It doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to invest so many hours. You really don't. You don't have to do all of the things. I want to show you what can be possible for you and, you know, hopefully maybe even introduce you to some people that I've worked with before who have had success using masculine and feminine energy in their businesses or who have, you know, manifested amazing opportunities for themselves using things like, I mean, you don't have to do Moonworks, of course, but Moonworks is a great tool. It's like giving you the training wheels so that you can get used to it experiencing what it's like in the masculine and feminine um, and then you don't need moon works anymore unless you you want to but it will give you the experience of what it feels like to be in those um, different energies and how expansive it can be and how fulfilling and how much it can really help you with your practice there are other things that you can do as well to support yourself in achieving greater alignment with both of those energies so it all begins with knowing what energy you're in first um, and then it's just simply a matter of saying what would feel good to me about introducing this other energy if I got to be more balanced with my energy what else would I be doing from that side of the equation and how can I now start to incorporate that into my private practice and I would encourage you to take it even another step further and either keep a habit tracker if you're more masculine or I'll keep a journal if you're more feminine to you know track your progress with this as you go through and just see what what happens for you just see say okay you know from Monday next week I'm going to start aligning more intentionally more consciously my energies when it comes to doing this one thing in my private practice and every single day I'm either going to reflect or I'm going to have it track what came through and I want you to do that for 30 days and just see if it makes a difference to your practice because I bet you it absolutely does. I know this because it does for me and it does for so many others. So of course I want you to have this experience for yourself too. So this is the message with the podcast today. It's all about being aware of your masculine and your feminine energy tuning into it and shifting it if it needs to be shifted in the direction that it needs to be shifted and then following up with measuring the impact that this is having on your beautiful 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 soul-led private practice um so i hope that this is really uh, inspiring for the feminine ones of you <laughs> and I hope those of you who are more masculine dominant in your in your business energy are going away feeling like you've got a bit of a plan or a bit of a structure or a bit of a plan of attack you know about what you can do over the next 30 days to really start to experience more of your shadow values in your private practice um, of course let me know if you have any questions just tap me on the shoulder in one of our groups or on instagram at the private practice coach I look forward to talking to you then I'll see you on saturday bye 
I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.